Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine, I'm Andy Dawson, pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Delaney, so what? Uh, I'm just back from the tip, Sam, I'm just back from a Sunday evening. Uh, what a feeling. Trip to the tip, I feel cleansed, I feel soothed, I feel as though, you know, a lot of weight has, has gone off my shoulders. And a Sunday night trip to yeah. the tip as well, that's decadent. Uh, and it's that late summer feeling as well. I mean, the weather's been pretty good here today. It's been sunny. It's been fairly warm. So it's got that kind of late summer, you know, dusk's just about to come. Mm. You can see the sun going down as oh, you arrive at gorgeous. the tip. The sun's kind of glinting off all the skips as it's you get there. It's the sort of thing I could imagine you being moved to write poetry about. I think I'm, I'm kind of riffing poetry right now. You are, yeah. It's quite poetic. Because yeah. Sunday night is when all the big knobs go to the... Tip. I know it's like when yeah. you're Jeff Bezos kind of characters, yeah. you're Bill Gates, you're um, yeah. who's your Tesla guy? He loves to Musk. go on a, Musk, you Musk. We could talk more about Musk later on because there's been some developments in fucking I think Musk. Musk has invented some sort of brain chip. Brain chip, yeah. Yeah, which brain I'm chip, really which he's been excited tested, really he's been excited testing by. on pigs. Yeah, <laughs> stuck it in a pig's head, didn't I? <laughs> well, got- in a pig. So, you know, I can't see why it will work on a human. Because, you know, pigs have got 97% same DNA as humans. Yeah. So I put More in some cases. Yeah. Depends on the human and the pig. The pig was all right. Yeah. I stuck it in the pig's head. Put it this way. The pig has not stopped fucking smiling, right? He ain't got a care in the world. Because that's what I did. I put it in and I've got the remote control and I set it to smile. Yeah. And it did, and it smiled for about about an hour. I've got three and settings, right? <laughs> Smiling, that means it's at me. Normal, that means yeah. nah, you're not really Standard. bothered. Not not really bothered one way or the other, St- just getting on Standard with it. pigging. Just getting yeah. on with being a pig, right? And then I've got another one, which is the right hump, which means it's got the right hump. And then uh. you don't want to see that. But we have to have it on the setting it, just for realism, because sometimes a pig's going to get the... I mean, you would. You've seen the way they live. It's disgusting. Well, it was the scientists who insisted on that. They said we've got... If we're going to have happy, they said we've got to have the other one as well. We've yeah. got to have the opposite. So we've got to have the yin and the yang. The it's the way of the world. Yeah. Yeah, it covers it covers all the bases. So, yeah, it's done that. I'm going to I'm gonna get it upgraded, maybe go, do a little dance. That'll be nice. Yeah. I'll put some little tap shoes on it, get it to do oh. a little dance. I'd love to see it. We listen. If there's one, we've all achieved great things in life: the internet, putting a man on the moon. Right? Uh, I have invented. I personally have invented a driverless fucking car. But one <laughs> thing that we've all been waiting for is to see a fucking pig tap dance. Right? Where <laughs> maybe wearing shoes and a little top hat and a bow tie, and yeah? with the optional for it to look happy or or sad while it does it. Proper like Take your pig. Fred Astaire. 
Not shitty. Oh, yeah. Like proper elegant, like Fred Astaire, yeah. Gene Kelly kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, not just clip-clomping around the place. No. It's got Balletic. a nice bit of flair about it. Balletic. Yeah. But like Patrick Swayze in Dirty Dancing. <laughs> Elegant. Like a swan. Fucking hell, Elon Musk. He needs to be stopped. But all I'm, those, I'm all those, that's when, if you read, I read a lot of these um, business books, right? Mm. Um, habits of, the, of successful people. Mm-hmm. And... Honestly, all of them, some known thing, they all do their tip work on a Sunday evening. Yeah, do Sunday night, yeah. Because they're like, that leaves tight up in a week. That's just pure business, right? Mm. But your, your, your billionaire kind of characters, they need to do more tip work than most of us. Like, you, wouldn't, yeah. you don't have to go every week. They do. Do you know why? Because they're always buying shit. The more you buy, the more you've got to throw out. The more you've got you to get rid of, yeah. Someone yeah. like Elon Musk... He'll upgrade his telly on a weekly basis, mate. Yeah, of course so, he will. And so he's he's got, a... he's got to check that. Out. He'll probably he'll probably be get upgrading his sofa once a fortnight. He'll like, oh no, this sofa is fucking. I've been sat on my ass on that too much. The the the, the pillows are losing their their bounciness. I'll just yeah. fucking chuck that at the tip. Get a new one. Get a new one. mattresses. Same deal. Washing machines. So what's, what's he do? Does he go down in a van then? Elon Musk. He'll he'll rent a, a van. Tesla from, van. Yeah, driverless van. So he rides in the back with the junk. I don't right. know why he doesn't just get a skip. You know, once a month, just get a skip and just chuck it all in. Yeah, I but suppose. Skip, you... skips are quite expensive. But he probably, he's like you, he's like any normal bloke. I mean, he's rich, but he's just, he's, he's the same as you and I. He loves going to the tip. He's trying to keep in touch with the little people. If, if, you, had a skip, if you had a skip, you would then miss out on the pleasure of getting out down the tip, wouldn't you? If you had a yeah, skip, chucking the stuff in. Yeah. you'd just go out your front door and chuck stuff in your skip. What you like to do is get in your van, get down to the fucking skip, queue up, yeah. have a little chat with the with the dump men. Yeah. All right, lads. Plus as well, you know, uh, if if Musk got a skip, all the other billionaires from down the street would be coming up, having a look, seeing what's in his skip. And also Rifling fl- through it, possibly. Some of them might fly tip. Yeah. Well, there's that as well, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, Musk's got a skip again. I'll chuck some of my stuff in there while he's not looking. Oh, fucking hell, because I just got a new fucking... I just got a new uh, Hoover, right? I say Hoover, it's a, it's one of these sharks, right? <laughs> I, I just got a better sh- than a podcast. I got, to get, I got to get rid of the fucking Hoover, the Henry Hoover, right? <laughs> I'm going to fuck it. I tell you what, I, I, I ain't got time to go to the dump tomorrow night, so this could be a result, right? Yeah. Wait till Musk's out. Doing his shopping, he usually goes out to the shops on a on a Saturday. <laughs> he likes to go up to the shops, right? When he's up, we'll sneak out and lob the Hoover and any all that shit from the garden as well. Those bits yeah. of wood that have been hanging around, right? And I've got about twenty fucking mugs. When you're me, when you're Bill Gates, you get sent shitloads of like promotional mugs by Free businesses mugs. who are yeah. trying to get in with you. You know, yeah. everyone's trying to get me, so they'll send you a promotional mug, thinking, oh, then I'll get some business out of Bill Gates. So my fucking mug cupboard is constantly over-fucking-flowing with mugs. But what are you supposed to do? Fucking chuck him in that cunt skip. Chuck him in the skip. Satisfying, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. There's a lot of fly-tipping goes on amongst that, that community. Yeah, the the, the, the um, community, da- the, yeah. The Davos crowd. So that's why he gets he, he goes down to the, the tip on a Sunday evening. 
Yeah, he'll be there. Jeff Capes, that. he'll be there. Jeff Capes, he'll be there. But he doesn't get a van. He carries it all down there himself on, on his back. back. On a platform yeah. on his back. Gets his <laughs> missus to load up the platform. And then he just staggers down to the tip. Sure. All in. Surely, load me up. I'm going to the tip. It's Sunday night. <laughs> See some of the other lads while I'm there. We exchange <laughs> chips about the stock exchange. <laughs> it was... Um, it's quite hard at the minute because you've got to book a slot. You can't just pitch up whenever you want at the minute. Because of Down distancing. Because of this distance and shit. Tip yeah. distancing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You see, you've got to turn up. And there's not a lot of time for idle banter with the lads down there either. It's all very uh, business-like. Like Dumpy Joe yeah, and Tip they, Terry. Yeah, they don't fucking... They don't uh, engage you in any right, idle lads, banter. How's business? Hey, keep it moving, dickhead. Yeah, what That's have you got? How, General I, Waste. I'll tell you how good business is. Fucking keep moving. <laughs> Don't want your fucking disease. General waste that way. Yeah. Garden waste there. Electricals right over there. And don't fucking mm. mix because we'll spot you, you cunt. I don't take more than one different kind of thing because it's too confusing. Yeah, then you get stuck there and lost. That's how people get lost at a tip. Mm. What you, you need to get- do is drive directly to your area of the tip dump your shit and get out. Get out, If you're yeah. getting back in, driving to another area of the tip, there's too many, there's too, too many, many variables. variables. Too many yeah. variables. And one thing <laughs> you can't variables. afford on a on a tip trip is variables. <laughs> the last thing you want is tip variables. Exactly. You don't want surprises, do you? What? You don't want surprises. No, you don't want surprises, no. Of course not, no. What did you get rid of tonight? Uh, general waste. Just general waste. And... Uh, an old uh, dining chair, which has been in the garage for ages, which mm. uh, I'm also... I don't know whether that's regarded as furniture, fucking metal. Did, I don't know. Did, it's gone in you, the general waste. Did you up. smash it up first? or Try to, but it wouldn't. It mm. wouldn't. I tried to bend the legs in on itself. Just to make and then it easier I tried to, to snap, transport. snap the back off it, and it wouldn't. Yeah. So uh, just that I chuck it in as was. But, um, yeah, very satisfying. Like I say, very therapeutic. I've been doing some, some clearing out this weekend as well, you You've know. You've been what? I've been doing what? some clearing out. What you got then? Um, well, I haven't... What you got in your hands now? You've looked, uh, well, looked I, I, was clear, I was clearing out some cupboards and shelvings. I've right. actually redone my podding rig up here. Have you? Yeah, right. my, okay. my main pod rig is my bedroom. Yeah. And I've I've re I've cleansed it. I've got some new. I've moved a shelving new a, a, a unit of drawers from downstairs to upstairs so I can have all. My, it. Yeah, I've done all sorts of stuff. I have actually. I've used the disinfectant. I do my podcast in my bedroom. I do my podcast. Nobody disturb me. I'm doing my podcasting. In fact, I'm going to blue tack a sign to the door. Podcast in <laughs> progress. Do not disturb. <laughs> Daddy's I'm in his get, podcast room. I'm going to get one of those red lights like they have in the recording studio. So it's you professional. Come on, I'm podcasting. When this red light's on, it's not a red light, it's just a red dot you've drawn with a felt tip. It, well, I call it a red light, and when it's red, you mustn't talk. You're not to talk. Because that when will you disturb can see my the red podcast. Dot. When you can see the red dot, please be quiet. Important podcasting is happening. <laughs> <coughs> All right, I'm ready now to call Andy Dawson. <laughs> no, I was going through some old drawers and stuff, right? And I found a shitload of business cards, right? Whee! Loads and loads from over the years, like old wallets and shit like that. Right. Where, and, like, it's amazing. Loads of old ones. Some, like, 
ones from different jobs I've had. So Sam Delaney, yeah. blah, blah, right? But then loads of fucking really random ones, right? And I started going through them, and some of them made me laugh so much, I thought, I'm going to put this on Twitter. But then mm. my wife said it'd be rude and disrespectful to the people whose cards are, and she's right about so that. So do thought, the podcast instead? I thought that, I'll do it on the podcast instead. <laughs> okay. Right? But look at, like, oh, fucking hell, I've got some real classics. Okay, top three business cards I've found. And these, this mm. is a business card archive assembled from various desk drawers and old boxes and whatnot over this weekend. About 100 cards stretching over, a, like, probably 15-year period. Can you can you submit this or, or donate it to the National Business Card Museum? Yeah, well, I intend to, but only uh, in the event of my death. Until right, then, yeah, okay. it's a private yeah. collection, right? <laughs> but when I die... That's very generous, because yeah. some people would sell that to other collectors. No, I'm going to... You're going to donate it to the nation. I'm going to wait till I'm dead, and then it will go <laughs> to the nice museum, so... So that I can pass on all of these business cards to future generations. Very good. <laughs> Number three, I won't read out the name. Let's just right. say it's SD Associates, right? Close Protection Operative. Whoa. Yeah. Close Protection Operative, Surveillance, and oh. me- Media Security Safety Advisor. Hey, Fucking mate, hell. Now, I, now, I've got no recollection of this. But I have encountered a lot of these characters over the years, especially when I've been interviewing celebrities on location, yeah. and they'll yeah. often have geezers with them. And uh, so it's one of these guys. And but I've obviously gone, hey mate, uh, you know, give us your card because I sometimes find myself in a few dicey situations myself. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, I've got quite a high public profile. And uh, you never, know. I mean, don't get me wrong, I can handle myself, no problem. You know, eight, eight, nine, ten fellas, no problem. But when it gets above that, sometimes you're going to need a bit of backup. So give us your card and I might be able to put a business your way. So that's that was the third best one. The second best card in my collection, I'll show you it here, Andy, is the business card Ooh, of Tim fuck. Westwood. Oh, you know that he's toxic now, don't you? I've heard that. My wife told yeah, me that. But a lot of nevertheless, allegations came out online recently, yeah. Nevertheless, I can't rewrite history. I'll tell you if I've got Tim Westwood's business card. I once did an event with him at the National Radio Festival in Manchester. Yeah. And we went beforehand to Cafe Rouge for lunch, right? Ooh. Me and the big dog. And yeah. he had, no lie, we are going to do a bit of Ask Roger later. And this sounds like <laughs> something from Roger Taylor, but it's not a lie. <laughs> Tim Westwood had a discount card for Cafe Rouge. True. <laughs> Ah, and there's his business card. But the my, best... good, my, my, my good friend Bob Morton has got a black card for the Toby Carvery, which means free Toby Carvery forever. I didn't know they had them at fucking yeah, Toby's. Well, I knew um, they had them I at Nando's. It's, uh, yeah, it's the it's Toby Carvery equivalent. I think it's very, very select list of people that gets them. I think it might be just once a week you can use it. I don't think it's like every day. No, because that would really... Imagine if he was just using it every day. In the end, that would end up in the papers, to be fair. I would. I'd use it every day. I got a Toby Carvery from Just Eat this week. Oh, you got it delivered? What, five what out meat of ten. Did, what five, meat did five you have delivered? Ten. I got, uh, well, you get up to four. So I got beef, turkey twice, and gammon. Pork, for some reason, wasn't on the list. Beef, two turkeys, and I'm surprised you went for two turkeys. That's the driest meat. Well, that's what I fancied. Okay. Sometimes the beef's too chewy, and I'm not a massive fan of gammon, so it was like process of elimination, wasn't it? Uh, anyway, no, no chicken, no lamb. They didn't. They only do lamb on a Sunday. 
And the Don't Do Chicken. Are you ready for me to reveal my number one business card from my business I card archive? I am First ready. First of all, just look at what it says on the front, right? So it's a I'll card. I'll read it out. The name is, <laughs> the name is only re- revealed on the back of the card. So Andy is only says, seeing the front of the card at the moment. It says 86 England caps. Can I try and guess who it is? Yes. 86 England caps. Then there's the England football badge. And then underneath it says eighth of all time. Which is, I imagine, the eighth highest. But you don't know when I received this card, of course. So judge how old you think think the card is. I'm going to have one guess. Yeah. Kenny Sanson. And the card turns around. This is a great idea for a game show. The card (laughs) turns slowly, slowly, slowly. Kenny Sanson! It's Kenny Sanson. Amazing. Get in there. It says, Kenny Sanson, Arsenal England legend, after dinner and personal appearances. And then it's got his phone number. And his hotmail address underneath. <laughs> um, so is that his home phone number or mobile? This is mobile. Sweet. Um, give him a call live on air nah, and see what happens. Nah. Nah, we don't know awful. where Kenny Sanson might be right now or yeah. what condition he might be in. No, Sunday I mean evening, another day, not now. Oh, right, okay. Is it? We'll keep that I, up our sleeve if we ever get really desperate for content. I don't know why, but that was one of those bits of information, you know, that sticks in your head and gets lodged. Kenny Sanson, mm. 86 caps. Yeah, don't know why. It, it was there. amazing. It was just amazing recall, incredible. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, well good. done. But that was fun. Good, good business card, right? Yeah, good content as well. Very um, good. If anyone has any business cards that they want to send to, not your own business cards. We don't care about those. Fuck. Oh, your, oh, your, that's your the no, last thing we want. Your nobody businesses. Unless you God. want to sponsor us, in which case we really admire your business and want yeah. to talk about it in depth on this show at length. But, but we're not cheap. Oh, no, not cheap. Right. No. Um, yeah, so, but, you know, if you've ever been given a particularly impressive celebrity uh, business card over the years, then we'd love to yeah. see it. So send it to us. Um, I've got send some us ask, it. I've got some Ask Rogers. Ask Rogers. Oh, yeah, some more of them. Roger do, you want, do you want to hear some or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Okay. What we got? Uh, let me just look through here. Uh, oh. Okay. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paramore nineteen seventy nine on Twitter tweeted, "Hi Roger, what's the best way of getting rid of an old mattress in an urban Ooh, environment?" Tip, well, tip related. Th- this is goes full circle. Yeah. This is something that's familiar with me. Not just because I renew my mattress once a fortnight, (laughs) because I need it extremely firm. And I always take it to the local tip and recycle it uh, in in full honour of the the council recycling instructions. (laughs) When we were on tour in South America in the mid-80s, Freddie had a huge gay sex party in the flat that I had rented in downtown Buenos Aires, um, which was no problem. That, that was just Freddie doing his thing, and, and I respected that. But I had to get rid of 10 or 12 mattresses, which had been covered in, in so much semen that they were unusable. <laughs> Completely unusable, but the rules and regulations in South America, in Argentina, in that era, for the disposal of mattresses were very vague. All I knew was, was that if you fell foul of them, 
you could face a long custodial sentence in, in, in really terrible prisons. I in said to Freddie, I, I said, Freddie, just two rules before this party begins. <laughs> don't get any jizz and don't get any drugs on the mattress. Anywhere else can be wiped away. From the mattress, though, it's pretty hard. Jalapeño. If you like what you've been listening to on Top Flight Time Machine, why not consider heading over to patreon.com slash machine where you can subscribe uh, not only does your monthly subscription help support this podcast and keep it going, it also gives you access to a huge amount of extra exclusive content. Loads of extra episodes, yeah. You'll be getting an episode a day. And Pretty it costs much. less than a fiver, less than a pint Whether a you month. like it or not. Go to tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings to find out more and get involved. There's t-shirts and everything. I mean, for fuck's sake, what more do you want? Jalapeño. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Jalapeño. I've got to say, I love Freddy to bits. He's like a brother to me, but I was pretty hacked off with him that night because I only gave him two rules for his gay sex party and he broke them both. Those mattresses were covered in spunk and drugs and they were ruined. There was no way anyone was ever going to be able to use them. In the end, I had to rent a jumbo jet. I had to charter a jet and have them flown back to the UK. There was a huge amount of paperwork involved at customs, but it was the only way I knew I could have them disposed of safely without falling foul of the, uh, ra- the authoritarian regime that at the time governed Argentina. And of course, they were still very sore about the outcome of the Falklands War. So tension was high between us, Queen, and the Argentinian <laughs> junta. They were watching me. The moment we got off the plane... Uh, some military type. I don't know who he was, whether he'd been sent by the government. He he was mysterious. He came up to us when we were still in the airport terminal. I was actually changing up some of my pounds into local currency. And he came up to me at the Bureau de Change and he said, hey, Roger Taylor, listen, we're, I know you, you, you guys think you're the big dogs, don't you? The big rock and roll stars coming over here from Britain, right? Flash guys. But let me tell you, Roger Taylor, you and the rest of your band, we are watching you the whole time. And the moment you slip up, and you will slip up, Roger Taylor, I'll be there waiting, right? I'll, and then I'll the come fu- down on you like a ton of bricks. <laughs> the full force of the Argentinian government will fall on you and your bandmates, especially Freddie. <laughs> that was a warning. And so I, I knew that's why I was so hacked off with Freddie when he ruined those mattresses. 
That was the thing with Freddy. It was one of the things that niggled me about him. It was the when he once a party started, he he tended to lose concentration and uh, authority over the proceedings. Uh, when I have a party, I like to kind of walk around and mingle and keep an eye on everyone and maybe hand out some warnings if people are getting out of control. But with Freddie, he'd just become consumed by all the gay sex and the drugs. And he, he had very little authority in his parties. And that's, as a result, many, many mattresses were ruined and had to be destroyed. Freddie, man, come on. There's grass all over this mattress. <laughs> you know, funny grass, weed. Mary Jane, I mean, it's disgusting. You burn holes in it, the spunk's got inside the holes. Come on, man. And then this bit down the bottom end there, that's just, it's all damp. Damp with spunk. <laughs> God damn, Freddy. God damn it, Freddy. Give you some very simple rules. And Freddy would be like, oh, darling, I'm just partying. Don't stop me now. And that's where the idea for the soul, Don't Stop Me Now, came from. And, I, and to be honest, I mean, it turned into a hit and that was all fine. But at the time, I was pretty hacked off that he said it. I was like, you know what? I, I bloody well will stop you now, Freddy. He, um, he also used to say to me, oh, here comes Roger, blah, blah. And uh, then he one day he turned it into a song. All we hear is Roger, blah, blah. And I said, no, I don't like that. So eventually it became Radio Gaga I, and it got I, to number two. I tried to charge him money for using my name in the song. Even though we're, he said, that's not cool, man. We're bandmates. We're all going to profit from this ultimately. I said, no, Freddie, you wrote the song. So you'll get the lion's share of the proceeds. Remember, it's the, it's the publishing rights that make the big dollars in this industry. Right. And you're exploiting my intellectual property rights for your to line your profits to pay for more gay sex parties. Right. Ones that I must Ones that I muggins here, old Roger gonna have to pick up the pieces of, no doubt. Pick right? up the cleaning bill. If you want to sing a song with my name in, you're gonna have to pay and pay big. So he changed the name to Radio Gaga, and the rest is history. <laughs> um, so uh. so uh, let's see what else someone's written. Um, yeah, we've had a few, haven't we? So, oh, hang on. Uh, Fresh crab meat said, "Rog, our winter tires worth the hassle." And investment. Whoa. I I go on long journeys uh, with the dogs up to our hunting lodge in Scotland uh, during the winter months. Uh, we used to go as a whole family. Now the kids have grown up. They're older, so I, I don't bother taking the, um, the Passat anymore, the VW Passat that I've got, which was more a family car. Um, the kids would sit in the back. We had a really good roof rack. And uh, it was it was very reliable over the years, but nowadays I just tend to. The wife's got a a Nissan Micro. It's a runaround. I bought her. Uh, I got it on a finance deal actually. Um, <laughs> 2019, pretty low mileage, but it it doesn't do well up in on those icy roads in Scotland. So I I went to Car Colossus, which is a huge <laughs> car showroom in uh, near Warsaw. And uh, I bought a Ford Focus 2004, which is pretty old, yeah. But the, the mileage was very low, and those cars are extremely reliable. In the winter months, I do put tire, winter tyres on because uh, for safety reasons. But there can be insurance complications. The insurance firm might try to tell you that a tyre change counts as a material modification to your car and therefore annuls 
the terms of your insurance deal. That's not true. They're fucking that's with bullshit. you. That's, that's fucking that's, bullshit. That's absolute bloody bullshit. I checked it out with the DVLA, right? It does not count as a material modification. You are allowed to put winter tyres on your car without it affecting your insurance policy, so don't stand for that. Change and them every if you want time, to. I swear by them. Every time I called up to get the uh, get the insurance policy changed, there would be an admin fee, often of 15 to 20 pounds. And then I did this probably once a year, twice a year with each tyre change for about eight years. And once I found out that it didn't need to be changed, you could, I'll tell you this, uh, I ended up taking my insurance company to the small claims court and I won and I represented myself. What that has done for the little man like you, whoever you are that wrote this message, is it set a legal precedent and that's what the British legal system is based on precedent. So if you find yourself in a similar situation, just, just cite the Roger Taylor case, you can, 2018. Yeah, you just cite Taylor v. Sheila's Wheels, 2011. <laughs> And you'll get your money back. <laughs> He's just, but the moment they hear that, believe me, you'll have them running scared. They'll settle and immediately. That's another thing as well. Do you remember when Sheila's wheels first came onto the insurance scene and they were regarded as just for ladies? Well, I challenged them on that under the Sexism Act and I got that overturned. So my, I was able to get insurance because they were very, very good. They had some very good rates. But uh, yeah, that's, that's another one of my... Uh, Small claims court victories. So that's it for this week. Uh, keep your questions coming in, guys. I really enjoy um, giving answers to all of these questions. And I just, you know, it's my way of giving a little back and hopefully helping yeah. you save a few pennies along the way. Because remember, look after the pennies and the pounds will look after exactly. themselves. Because I'm, I'm well aware that I, I live what I describe as a rarefied life. A lifestyle like no other, thanks to you, the little people. So it's nice to be able to give a little bit back. A lifestyle that you couldn't even begin to comprehend, even if I described it to you now, which I won't, because so many, so much of it is secrets. I mean, you were probably surprised by the stuff about the mattresses. <laughs> to me, that's common or garden everyday stuff. When that's, we're just on tour. But, that's just yeah. normal. That's just normal. Not so much Fla- now that Freddie's dead, but yeah. Just, just, yeah but so we, we get plenty of guest singers, and some of them are pretty wild as well. I can't remember their names, but some some of these guys are wild. They stay. Stuff still goes on on the road. But, uh, yeah, chartering a jet to ship back a load of spunk-sodden mattresses from Argentina to UK, that's, in my world, that's as Everyday normal, as, uh, that's as, normal as, as making a cup of tea is to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Roger. Good advice there. Um, you said we were going to mention Harry Maguire and Messi, so I'm not that arsed. <laughs> All I'd say about now. Harry Maguire is, I, when I saw his interview, I found myself really sympathising with him and believing every word he said. And then right. afterwards I thought, is that because I'm latently racist and assume that the Greek police, of course, are really dodgy? And would beat him around the legs and literally say, literally say, no more football for you, I think, English. <laughs> Which is exactly like something that happens in Roy the Rovers in one of the summer issues. Whenever yeah. whenever it was the summer in Roy the Rovers, and, and as you know, I'm reading the 60s ones now. Yeah. But in any of them, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, all the ones we've read, right? In the summer months, they always go abroad and there is always corrupt law enforcement, right? Yeah. Always. 
That's uh, every time a footballer. What Roy the Rovers told kids for decades was, if you are a footballer and you go abroad in the summer, mm. the corrupt police or yep. sometimes government officials will either try and kill you, bribe you, or imprison you, or sometimes all three. Uh, and Harry uh, Maguire, uh, who's very much is like a character from Roy the Rovers, <laughs> the way he looks and the way he talks, he's, um, I, I felt bad for him. But whether he did get pissed up and fight a policeman, or whether he's telling the truth and he just got fucking stitched up by corrupt policemen, all this, should he play for him, should he not play for him, should he be stripped of the captaincy, is such a load of fucking... Sometimes I think the whole world's gone Lampard. Yeah. It's like, yeah. who, what are you fucking talking about? Should he have the captaincy? What, what, what are you fucking, eh, strip him, take the armband away. He can't represent his country anymore, of course. He fell foul of the Greek laws. <laughs> fucking hell. Go round to his house now. Take cameras. Yeah. Watch him have the armband stripped. Harang him. Someone wrote, I saw a headline in the paper that said, so a serious journalist as well, it was like, it was in a broadsheet newspaper and it said something like... Well, was it Henry Winter, though? Yeah, well, yeah. Maguire's... <laughs> yeah, what? Well, I mean, fucking hell, he's a pompous fucking cunt, isn't he? Yeah. Like, yeah. And it, like he, even in his picture, his byline picture, he's, he looks like he's got, like, just out of shot, someone's holding a bit of shit, dog shit on a stick under his nose because he like, sort of looks disgusted. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you horrible football fans how to... Uh, what you should think, <laughs> right? And they're all right and she's like... Harry Maguire's career is in is in in real danger of yeah. free falling. Right? You, think, you fucking cunts! It's a fucking bloke. He's gone out on holiday, even if the worst extremes are true, which I doubt they are. And he was pissed, and he tried to fight a policeman. So fucking what? I'm not saying yeah. it's a good thing to do. I'm not saying that. But he's a young bloke. Shit happens. Everyone fucking, every normal football fan fucking understands this stuff, right? It makes no fucking odds whether you pick him from. This is some sort of throwback idea that you're representing the fucking Queen when you go and play for England. <laughs> yeah, you're a role model for the children at all times. I mean, when John Terry did a racism, that's different. Drop him from mm. the England team, right? Even when it was he was under suspicion for it, that's different, right? But this. Is just someone getting pissed and getting into a bit of trouble. It's a skirmish, and so, of course the, the Greek police were apparently playing clothes and they flashed their badges at him. How's he meant to know what a Greek police badge looks like? Could be fucking anything they're showing him. Did he have yeah, time to stop and analyse it? Bright, and do, Steven, do, does he doesn't seem the brightest either. Does he look like the village idiot? Did he have time to stop and do a Google search with his four G about What's what that? a fucking Greek police badge looks like? What's that? What's it fucking look like, English? Your fucking police badge. <laughs> Oh, let us see it again. No way, you've seen it once. You had one goal. Shut up. Get on your knees. Now bash your legs up real nice. Tenderize them like I've tenderized no my lamb. for you. Like I've tenderized my lamb before I put it in the oven. Bash, 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 bash. No more football, I don't think, Mr. Maguire. Throw some pods again, you bastards. Yeah. So that's Harry Maguire then. That's the Harry Maguire thing dealt with. Okay, fine. Um, one more thing. One more oh, thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Lionel Messi, yeah, leaving Barcelona, got well, the ump. He's got not the ump. apparently. All right, well, he got the La, ump. La, La, La Liga have said that the seven hundred million release fee will have to be paid if he's going You're to go anywhere. You're not going anywhere, bastard. The, Barcelona keeping a prisoner, basically now. Again, a Roy but, the Rave Rovers type <laughs> yeah, scenario. Yeah, right. 
Messi's responded by saying he won't come and get his COVID test. Fine. In that case, I won't be tested for COVID. And then you'll all have to get it. In fact, <laughs> I'm going to purposefully get COVID. So I can give it to you all. And then mm. if you want me to play in the team, I can. But then you'll all get COVID. And you'll all die. And there'll be no more Barcelona. <laughs> Is that what you want? I'm going to kill you all with coronavirus. You deserve it. He, want, he wants to leave because they've turned a bit shit, so he's got yeah. the ump. And I've always thought it's about Messi. Everyone goes, oh, Messi, he's so great. But the difference between him and Ronaldo is, right? Ronaldo, who's a bit of a flash twat, when, when he was a kid, from Portugal to fucking rainy Manchester, and mm. immediately became the best player by a fucking mile in the Premier League. He took the piss out of the Premier yeah. League. Then he went to Real Madrid when he was at peak. He was, Fuck that, I'll go to Real Madrid. He went to Real Madrid. He got even better, right? Yeah. He took the complete piss in the Liga. He won the league and the Champions League loads of times. Then he could have just fucking set up camp at the Bernabeu for the rest of his life. Then he's gone to fucking Serie A, right? And he's won the league with fucking Juventus. He has done it fucking everywhere. And he's won the uh, Euros with Portugal, right? As yeah. their captain. Messi has been fucking sat there doing his fucking ticker-tacker in Barcelona, <laughs> stealing a living, right? Stroll, <laughs> strolling about, right? You see him play for Argentina, can't be asked. phones it in, right? Yeah, yeah. Strolls about, he's surrounded by a load of other good players. They won loads of shit in their sleep. Then, when they turn shit, because he's just got old and he's not as good anymore, he's like, right, that's it, I'm leaving. Yeah. Do you know, but the thing that I'm getting around to is I read a story that said when Ronald Koeman arrived, he the, the, the breaking point was on his first day, Ronald Koeman called up Lionel Messi and told him straight that he was having all of his special privileges taken away. And what? Messi flipped and said, right, that's it, I'm going. But I'm going. What, I, I, what I want to know is, what the fuck are Messi's special privileges <laughs> at Barcelona? Special... I've only been staying here for the last 10 years because of the privileges. Yeah. You can't take them away from what, me. What is he like Harry Grout in Porridge? And he's got, he's got like, a budgie. He's got a fucking... <laughs> I've got my own budgie and it's kept in a cage in my own private changing room and none of the other players are allowed to look at it. And if they do look at it, they get sold immediately. I'm allowed to have my dinner in my dressing room rather than in the canteen. <laughs> like Harry Grout. I've got my own toilet. And one of the younger players has to go and warm the seat on it with his buttocks before I go in in the winter months. So I don't have to sit on a cold seat, which could be bad and give me piles. <laughs> Fucking yeah. hell. Well, we'll so, see, because La Liga said he's not going anywhere, so we'll see how that pans out. I think out. Messi is a bit of a twat. Yeah, could be. Mm. I mean, at his, at his best, he was fucking phenomenal. But now yeah. that it's all starting to go a bit wrong. He's got the amp. He's got the ump, just like uh, Elon Musk's pig. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Elon Musk has probably put one of them chips in his head. He needs to get his chips set for fucking having a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Smiling. Ah, hey. But, you Elon, know, Cristiano it's me, Ronaldo. Lionel Messi. Ah, what the fuck do you want? This fucking chip that you somehow convinced me to put in my fucking knot. Can you please change it back to happy? Or at least just normal? Because I am going around like a miserable fucking cunt at the oh, moment like and it's resorting. pissing everyone off. <laughs> but look, I am on the verge of moving to Manchester fucking city here. <laughs> if you don't bad. do something. <laughs> I'm going to fucking move from Barcelona to fucking Manchester in a minute. That's how fucked I am. Why the fuck would he move to Manchester? Why the fuck would he even move to PSG? He should go to Qatar 
where his mate Xavi is, who's managing, and just the two of them just fucking live it up, take the yeah. piss, where there's no expectations. Rate Anything you in. want. Yeah. Anything you want. Fucking yeah. dinner out every night. Exactly. Right. You could afford it then, couldn't you? Yeah. Right. Own, oh, fucking, going, living in a hotel suite. Fucking magician sent up to your room on a yeah, whim. Yeah, private magician. <laughs> Send up my magician. I'm bored. Get a Zoom a free Zoom call with Darren Brown. Yeah, trips to the skip. Fucking every day if you want. Yeah, get your own skip. Yeah, get your own tip. Get your own tip. Yeah. Private tip. Air conditioned. Yeah, that's what he needs to do. Right. Anyway, okay, that's it. We'll be back, we'll be back later back in the week. the week with a load we'll of other old bollocks. <laughs> TDFN dickheads. See ya. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.